All right. Good morning. It's Risenstein here on Study Your Spouse Thursday. Mm-hmm. We did a Study Your Spouse Wednesday, but this is actually studying Jesus. Our spouse. Our spouse. Amen. Which is Which is a revelation of Jesus. If you're a guy, that's like, ah, uh, it's a hard one. Uh, if you're a woman, probably a little bit easier. But it's still a revelation that we have got to get, just like our shepherd. Think about mm. that. You th- have you ever even met a shepherd? I don't think I've <laughs> really run across many shepherds. And so I have to relate to Jesus as the good shepherd, but also as the Passover lamb. Why was Jesus born in Bethlehem? Every Passover lamb was born in Bethlehem. That's why. And you can track things, wow. except, except the ones from Egypt, obviously. But that's where they were raised. When David was a shepherd, what was he shepherding? He was shepherding Passover lambs in those fields. We went and visited yep. the shepherd's fields. Mm-hmm. Where was he likely born? Out there in a little place where the shepherds dealt with uh, the brand new Passover sheep. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things that you can wow. dig into. That's yeah. new for me. <laughs> And we were there. They, that David would have been in the, you know, there shepherding lambs. I guess you and know you hear. He was also hear, born in Bethlehem. Wow, mind blown. Okay, now, now mm-hmm. to give people a picture of what we were looking at at the shepherd's field. Mm-hmm. So we're we we just leave Jerusalem, like five minutes from Jerusalem. Yeah. Okay. So you've got a city By behind. Bus. You've got a city behind you. And you have fields, but on the other side of the field, you see Bethlehem. Yeah. Mm. So imagine if you are, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, okay. Imagine if you're at uh, the World of Coke. Okay. Imagine if you're in Centennial Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And behind you is the city of, of Atlanta. And then picture everything to Buckhead as a field. I mean, it's that close. Mm. Yeah. Not far away. Yeah. And so... Our whole point of this, the reason we come as to talk about Passover is I want you to experience and get revelation, just like we got it when we were in Israel, but revelations of Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's more. Yes. And, you know, your whole life, if you're a young Christian, <laughs> let me tell you, it, it just goes on. It gets better and better and better because as you press in, you discover more about him because he wants to reveal himself mm-hmm. to you. And, and uh, we want you also to be able to receive that revelation. And I was telling you last time about the Old Testament revelations. I think if I was Abraham, would I have got that revelation that Jesus has just told me to sacrifice my son? Mm. No, I'm pretty sure I'd miss that every day. Odd days, even days, wouldn't matter. <laughs> I'd miss that one. I wouldn't discover that it was him. Mm-hmm. So let's just take this next step because I want to introduce some other people that missed him a lot. So we're in the New Testament now. The Apostle John, you know, he was a Jewish boy. He celebrated Passover in his home, went to synagogue. He walked with Jesus. He was at the cross. He watched him crucified, laid in the tomb. And then those next few days, uh, a few of the disciples were walking to Emmaus. Jesus himself, it says, came up, walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. Later, their eyes were opened. They recognized him. He disappeared from their sight. You know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people saw the resurrected Jesus. Most did not recognize him. So are you being kept from recognizing Jesus because you only receive and expect him one way? And I, the answer to that is almost always yes. We get comfortable with this way, but trying to stretch. Mm. So John encountered him as he ascended into heaven, as the Holy Spirit was poured out at Pentecost. In the book of Revelation, he's an old man now. The word, the word revelation means revealing. So it's the revealing of Jesus. He's going, 
Take a look. I want to show you a, a bigger picture of me. He wants John to know him better, and he's got a letter for all the churches and for us. So we're on the Isle of Patmos. John's very old man, got an open vision into heaven. Who should he meet? Someone like the Son of Man. The hair on his head was white like wool, white as snow. His eyes were like blazing fire. This is the first chapter of Revelation. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. His voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars. Coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all his brilliance. Uh, he says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah, that, that'd be me. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I'm the first and the last. I'm the living one. I was dead. And now look, I'm alive forever and ever. Mm. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. So like the men on the way to Emmaus, John doesn't recognize Jesus. It's just too much. I'm pretty sure that revelation of Jesus is too much for anybody mm -hmm. standing right there. Despite all they've experienced together, their entire lifetime together. So later in the same vision, jump to chapter 5. John says, and I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures, which is already a big picture, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain. Mm. Ahead in the chapter, and every creature which is in heaven, every creature, and on the earth, and under the earth, and such as are in the sea. So that means you and me. All that are in them, I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne, that's the Father, and to the Lamb forever and ever. Of all the ways he could have revealed himself to one of his closest friends, he chose the Lamb. In Revelation, John refers to Jesus as this Passover Lamb 28 times. And he says there to the Lamb forever and ever. Well, forever means he'll always be a Lamb, as well as a man, as well as a lion. Passover never ends. So, do you still only want to relate to Jesus the man and not Jesus the lamb? Well, then the question is, are you ready for the judgment at the end of the world? Because is your name written in the book? Mm -hmm. And just whose book is it? Mm -hmm. Revelation thirteen eight. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the lamb's book of life. <laughs> the <Wow>. lamb <laughs> who was slain from the creation wow. of the world. Not 2,000 years ago, but in the Garden of Eden. All right? Of creation. So ask yourself, and this is a big question, why is Jesus still a lamb? He waited 4,000 years to reveal himself as the man Jesus Christ. Jesus the man is the highest revelation of the Son of God. It just doesn't get any better than that. The name of Jesus is the name above all names. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. So why does he flip back to revealing himself as the lamb after he returns to heaven in his glorified resurrected body? Why has he spent the last 2,000 years sitting at the right hand of the Father on the throne as the lamb? That's what Passover is about. Mm. That's what I'm here to tell you.